This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, listeners, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. My name is John Tuck, and I am filling in for Pastor Tim while he is on vacation. John, uh, where in the world is Pastor Tim vacationing this week? I mean, people don't know this, but he is a world traveler, um, renowned for some very unique things. And uh, where where is he at the time of this recording? I believe right now, at this moment, it is 6 p.m. in Ireland, and he is in the Sky Bar at the Guinness Factory. Wow! Watching everyone enjoy a pint of Guinness. Yep. And uh, after that, the second largest uh, mountain in the world is found in Ireland, and uh, he is going to be climbing that mountain and breaking a Guinness World Record. Um, the 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 record is is set by who can climb the highest only in a toga. And uh, drinking a Guinness, <laughs> and so he is he is mounting this, and his goal is to be in the Guinness Book of World Records, and it's going to be awesome. So really excited for you, Tim, and uh, really hope you get this. We can't wait to celebrate with you as a church. <laughs> it's a weird record, but someone's got to someone's got to break. Someone's got to break it. Dog on it. <laughs> so now that he's gone, this place has gone to the wolves. So. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. So Michael, what are our three asks today? All right, we have three asks every day that we ask our audience. And number one um, is share this podcast. And uh, if you would um, find someone that you feel like this may be beneficial to and share it with them, um, that would make us very happy. Number two is submit a question. Um, John, is it true we have a Village Church app that you can submit questions? Yes, I did hear that. Yep, it's actually true. It's very easy. Or you can go to our website, vcob.org. And then finally, rate and review this podcast. And that yes. helps us expand our reach. So, John, today's question is, I'm retired. What does God want me to do? So this question comes from a sermon that I gave this past Sunday at the date of this recording, and this uh, sermon was on June 12th, 2016, and uh, really we talked about a theology of work, and uh, just to kind of remind us of the theology that we talked about, that God works, and that God, the first thing he tells Adam to do is to work and to keep the garden, and uh, what we saw is that work is not something that was a punishment because of the fall. <clears throat> what might have been a punishment are as everybody who's listening who hates their jobs, right? Um, and that sin has made work much harder than it was intended to be. Um, but work itself is good. It is a pre-fall opportunity that we have. And to work is to show forth, to image God, because God is a worker. And so the first command, he looks at Adam. Eve wasn't even created. And he says, Adam, work the garden. He's created to work. Work six days. And then um, on the seventh day, you know, you take your Sabbath. So when it comes to the issue of retirement, um, the question is, is this biblical? I'm going to give you maybe a vague answer. Yes and no. So the first example of retirement generally would be um, in the book of Numbers where Levites at a certain age, I'm off the cuff, I believe it was 50, um, were, were required to stop serving in some of their capacities and hand off their ministry to the next generation, um, I think largely because it uh, was a way to give the next generation experience, but also because it was a very physical labor that they were doing, um, try chopping up animals and doing stuff like that. It's not easy. So, um, so what would happen is that they would functionally 
retire, but you, it's different than our kind of retirement, right? So it didn't mean that they were useless. It didn't mean that they stopped serving. It just means that what they did drastically changed. And um, and so the American notion of retirement is, I'll just say a pop culture notion of retirement is, um, I am 67 years old or 64 years old, or if I'm a little more wealthy, maybe I'm in my 50s, and I'm going to buy a house someplace warm, maybe on a beach, and I'm going to kick back, and I'm going to just vacation the rest of my life. One of the things that we taught on about work, and I, and I think this is going to filter um, the next few podcasts as we talk about different questions around work, is God has created us to work and when we don't work, we become our worst selves. We, when we work, are created to come alive and to image a very unique um, aspect of God's nature, God's image as a worker. Um, and God has um, wired in us a, we'll just say propensity for this. It's a good thing, you know? So what happens when culture says you don't need to work anymore. Um, this is the typical age of retirement. So you now get to go, you know, buy a home and, and be lazy for the rest of your life. And uh, what doesn't change is, is just this fundamental principle. Whether or not the government and the culture tells you there's an age of retirement, you're wired to continue to work, which is why I, I do appreciate when um, some men that we know in our church, for example, they retire, they go get maybe part-time jobs to keep their bodies moving, and then they give their time to the local church. So um, I, I want to say it this way. Um, if you're able to retire and you've saved enough money that you don't have to go work for money, that is awesome. That is a biblical application of saving and planning for the future. And I want to say, first and foremost, I honor that person. And uh, God gives some people the privilege to do that and the foresight to plan ahead. That is awesome. And uh, in fact, John, we should have Thrive and come on sometime to talk about Retirement. Anyways, um, if you don't know, John uh, works for Thriving Financial, which is a Christian organization that um, helps people think through finances, planning, all that kind of stuff. Right, John? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's John's one-liner for the whole podcast. Now I'm going to start talking. <laughs> and um, and so um, what we, we just want to applaud that on the front end. But then here's what we want to say. If you don't need to work for money – work for the church. So at the village church, there is a crew of retired men, some of whom are fully retired, some have part-time jobs, and they are at the church all week long, building, fixing, serving. Um, it is incredible to see how they enter into this season where they don't need to work for money anymore, um, but now they get to give their time to the local church because um, the local church is the institution organization that God has ordained to bring the gospel to the world and to change the world. So I think one of the best things I could tell somebody is if you're retired, don't stop working work for Jesus Christ to build the local church. Maybe you go serve at Awana Clubs. Maybe you go serve at another parachurch Christian organization that seeks to build up and come alongside of the church. Uh, maybe um, your church doesn't have enough money to hire another staff member. So you come to the church and say, I have 20 hours a week. Here are my skills. Can you use me? And they, and they, may, be, they may say, um, we don't really need that, but we need this. And, and the point is, I want to do in my retirement, whatever I can to build up the local church. Now, let's talk about another aspect of retirement that I I particularly love about this generation of baby boomers who are retiring. Um, Y'all generally have a lot more money than everyone else, and you have culturally 
this incredibly high value to care for your grandkids to the point where I actually think some of you are better grandparents than you were parents. Um, but there is a deep passion to pass on a legacy to the next generation. And so maybe like, here's a thought for you. Maybe I'm not saying it's you. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe you raised an entitled kid and you now get to help that grandkid not be entitled, <laughs> right? Can I get an amen, John Tuck? Amen. And um, but I love the the passion that grandparents have to be grandparents. Like back in the day, it's like, oh no, I can't believe I'm a grandparent. Now people are like, I cannot wait to be a grandparent to see your legacy for generations. And so what I, w- I was talking with a man um, yesterday, actually, we met, and and he retired from his job. And uh, he does a bunch of part-time stuff for churches and parachurches. And he said his most enjoyable job, though, is investing as much time as he can into his four grandkids. And I was like, that is so cool. And his passion is to see and to be one of the most influential um, um, persons in his grandkids' spiritual life. Um, We have somebody very close to our family. He's nine, and he's going to get baptized. And he asked if his grandma would co-baptize him with the pastor because she was so spiritually influential in his life. I think that is just so cool to see how many people in this generation are redeeming this time. And the reality is as you get older, you get more tired. You're able to do less physically, totally understand that. And so as you're able to do less physically, I think what God would have you do in this season is to give your relational best, emotional best, physical best, and financial best to make sure that the kingdom and the church are being built for the next generation especially giving your best to your kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids to build a long-term spiritual legacy that lasts for a long time. So um, I just, big picture is I want to honor those who have saved enough money to be able to retire and say glory to God because he's given you the opportunity to do that. And then number two is redeem this season. Do not be lazy. I want to talk to people who are in their 80s and 90s who feel like they don't have anything to offer. And um, they're probably, for the most part, not listening to this podcast. So they're probably going to get it because somebody who's younger, who understands podcasts is going to give it to you. No offense, but statistically speaking, that generation is not combing through iTunes, listening to Q&A podcasts. So um, as, as you listen to this, you are useful. And though God has put limitations on your body because of life or age or whatever else, your ability to come alongside of somebody and to care for them, pray for them, um, purposely, intentionally pursue them, ask them to meet with you regularly to disciple them. Um, I, I am very sad over what I believe is a generational lie among what is called our greatest generation. I think um, those who are roughly right now in their late 70s, 80s, and 90s, this incredible generation of very wise people who are retiring from discipling. And I would just tell you, um, never has there been a time where you are more needed and maybe you're not able to go to Starbucks or get out of your home or do a lot of stuff that maybe younger people would be able to do. But doggone it, if you pursue them and say, I would like to take a month to intentionally pour into your life and to give you wisdom, um, I think it could be one of the most transformational seasons. I would just love to see the greatest generation re-rise up in the church and be the uh, encouragers, the builders and disciple makers that they were in generations past reject the lie that they're useless and step into this season and redeem it. So uh, went on a little rant there, John, but um, John, I love that you're here and uh, you're going to be with us all week talking about different aspects of work. Is that right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. John, where do you work right now and uh, how long have you been there? 
I currently work for Thrivent Financial as a mm. community engagement leader. Nice. I've been there for a little over a year, and I just love Thrivent. It's it's a membership organization made up of Christians that truly, truly helps people connect their faith to their finances, and just what a blessing that is to be part of. That's awesome. Well, John, thank you for um, seeing what is going to be our question for tomorrow. Question for tomorrow, what if I have enough money to retire young and don't need to work? Work for Village Church. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs>